Why don't they play this in the club? Honestly, the slaps. It's a good song. <laughs> it's like a finger dance. It's really good. Just makes me happy. It's like turn the shit up. You got like a little, like a little wine glass, and you're like, oh, 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 oh thank you. You're like at a wine bar or something. Thank and you're just you. Like, oh, wow. A refill. <laughs> really going and you're like really vibing and you're like pour me another this gives me charcuterie vibes yeah <laughs> i love it it's so good where are the spoons though <laughs> they're coming <laughs> that's my favorite part of the thing <laughs> Hi, my name's Megan. My name's Midori. And you're listening to The M, the podcast about the struggle of the middle. Two young women navigate the real obstacles of their 20s. Bro, we didn't even talk about that beforehand. We just went Dude, into we it. Dude, we just went into it. We're fucking pros. We're vibe today. We're pros. We're vibing today. You know, we may be tired, but we're on it. We are tired because we work really hard. We're hard. We we're hardworking hoes. Yes. Ooh, ooh. Hardworking hoes. Next tat. Yes. The matching exactly. tattoos? Hardworking hoes. I love it. Hardworking hoes. WH. No one will know. Yeah. But us and anyone who's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so I um I worked out today. Um thank you. Thank you. Applause. Yeah. Um and we uh me and Bridget ran to the park that like overlooks the ocean. Oh wow. It uh, it was very picturesque. Very I mean uh, minus the smoke. But <laughs> We ran there. First of all, I thought that was the the workout. But then we got there and she was like, okay, we're going to do a workout now. And I was like, are we working out? We ran here. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. And she was like, okay, we're doing arms and core. And um, we had to do it on the grass. Oh, yeah. And so my arms all fucked up from the grass. (laughs) So it's been bothering me today. Oh, rip. So that's my that's my wild Tuesday nice. story. What's your wild Tuesday story? My wild Tuesday story is that I woke up <laughs> and drove all the way out to Irvine at eight in the morning just for my kid to text me and be like, actually, you don't need to come till 10 today. Oh, shit. Yeah. What'd you do instead? Go I, get a little breakfast. Yeah, I like I because I literally pulled in and parked and then looked at my phone and then I saw the message and I was like, okay, that's great. So I left and I went and parked in a different parking lot. And then uh, Wild. I s- just, I like laid in the car and watched TikToks pretty much all morning. <laughs> and then once it got to like 930, I like went back to their place and then just sat there again until like 950. But what's your yeah. favorite TikTok right now? My favorite TikTok. I'll tell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. <laughs> My, you sent it to me today. <laughs> Dude, it's this TikTok of the um, what's his name from Lord of the Rings, the I, the screechy guy. Yeah, the guy who screeches, and he's like, "No man can kill me." And it's it's someone in that costume and dubbed over as the Mean Girls part where she's like, writing in the burn book, being like, yes. "Don't trust her. She's a slut." <laughs> and he, it's the screechy guy doing it, and then you see the photo that he tapes down, and it's fucking Aowen. I know. It's, uh, it's so good. It's so good. That guy screeches a lot. Like, and when we he watch does. the movies, we have subtitles, of course, and it just says like screech every time. <laughs> so honestly, he doesn't have a name to me. His name to me is Screech, like the Screech guy. Okay, my actually, what's your favorite? I watched it today. Where is it? It's pretty funny. 
It's my favorite TikTok for the day. For the day. <laughs> for the day. For today, August 25th. Where did it go? I was, sh- I was showing Cody it earlier. Um, anyway, it's this girl. She's, <laughs> she's on a, she got her Dunkin' Donuts coffee and she, she like takes a sip and she's like, I can feel my bowels moving. <laughs> oh, and then takes another drink. <laughs> and I was like, that is literally so relatable to me. Cause anytime Respect. I take even a sip of coffee, I'm like, it's happening. That's great. I feel like that that your body like responds to caffeine <laughs> i feel like that means you're healthy i don't know i feel like as i get Cleanse older like i really know my body like it's crazy. good like i feel like i'm having a similar a revelation like any weird feeling i'm like that's not normal or like you know finally yeah. after 24 years yeah or like if my period is a little off or like a little different than mm-hmm. what it normally is i'm like i always like make sure to look up the symptoms and like look up stuff and like i'm noticing like what uh certain food makes me feel like and like certain wow. stuff like that like taco bell yeah i'll never <laughs> give up taco bell. yeah <laughs> no i feel like i'm having a similar revelation because i i was telling you how i do yoga like literally three times a day yeah and I think I'm loving it because I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here at work, um, you know, working on my computer, but it's so awesome to like actually move my body and use my muscles. Yeah. Maybe that's what quarantine's doing to me. I'm like <laughs> the simpler things in life. I get to do yeah. a yoga pose. And I, I realized like when I was doing yoga pretty frequently, um, it's a real good way to like really feel the stretches. So you're get trying mm-hmm. to getting trying to get a little bit more in tune with your body and what feels good and what doesn't um and i think uh like go ahead sorry i was gonna say and the balance of it yeah like learning because i didn't have very good i mean i'm all right i'm all right let's say i'm a medium skill level of of balance but i think that when i practice yoga more like i'm on top of it my balance is way better my posture is better like everything it's just I know when everything's better uh, when I was doing yoga like very like almost every day there was like I could tell a immediate difference like when I started to like after doing it for like two or three months constantly like you can tell the difference in how you react to stretches and like being able to hold a stretch or a pose for a really long time when you couldn't do it like a couple weeks ago oh yeah it's crazy it's I love uh, it it's the best I'm gonna get back into yoga Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I have inspired you. I do honestly. I do it because I when I get anxious, I yeah. I'm like that's why I do it so often. I love it because I get anxious and it helps me and it's great. And now I have like room in my room. Oh yeah, I know your I room's have, huge. I have like enough space. That's probably part of it too, like the convenience of it. Yeah. But anyhow, we're we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good day. A good good yeah. Tuesday. It's, it's a good Tuesday. day to do a podcast. It is. So here on The M today, we're going to talk a little bit about climate change. Yes. And I know it's a heavy topic, but I just want to say we are not experts. We are just (laughs) kids. Okay. We're just kids living in this world, trying to make sure it doesn't die. Like most of this podcast, we're not experts. We're just speaking from our experiences. We're speaking from our hearts. I just don't, (laughs) I really don't want the world to die. I know. Like, (laughs) <laughs> can you believe that it's such a controversial topic like i know that's so really and i also like god nature's so fucking cool like oh yeah get outside it's just 
the oh, dude nature is metal that's like a subreddit it's fucking metal yeah oh my god really yeah there's a subreddit and it's it's our nature is metal and it's just nature doing badass shit wow I can you t- give me an example i'll look it up right now wow she's looking it up please enjoy the musical styling <laughs> of the spoons by cody ballerman <laughs> that's good spoons dude spoon it up those are just regular spoons guys those are not special musical spoons that is magic he's making with his hands and regular kitchen spoons we bought those spoons at target <sighs> amazing some people are just so talented okay so Kay. i have here an example is. here it is so uh this talks about the sandbox tree also known as the dynamite tree this tree is covered in spikes full of poison and grows exploding fruits the fruit looks like little pumpkins, but when they fully oh. mature, they explode with a loud bang and fling <gasps> their seeds at up to 150 miles per hour. That is metal. Yeah. That is metal. So that's like an example oh. of nature is metal. Or like this video oh my God. of a snake like catching a fish. Oh, yeah. That's a big ass fish. It's yeah. got wrapped around it. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's nature is metal. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That's not the topic, but kind of. <laughs> We're trying it, to I save mean, it. It is. It is yeah. kind of the topic because nature is metal. It puts up with a lot of shit and it's like, oh, it does it. a lot of shit that we don't like appreciate. You know what? It takes no shit. When really? I, when it, I go to Yosemite and I see those, um, I see those waterfalls. Shoot, man. They could sweep you up in one second. Yeah. Take no shit. Yeah. Nature is metal. So we want to save nature. Yes. And saving means... Reduce, reuse, recycle. It yes. means limit your single-use plastic items. Making conscious decisions about um, your carbon footprint. Your carbon footprint. Like you, like we said, eliminating single-use plastics where you can. Um, it's just it's really small steps that you can make, like eating less meat. Um, That's really hard. It is, well, but if you can just if even if you can eliminate meat from your diet for one day out of the week, you're still helping. I could do that. Yeah, Maybe. and and, and it's like that's what I learned um, from my one of my friends who's a who's vegetarian. She like she's slowly just cutting out meat day by day. So before she started <gasps> once a week, and then as she was progressing, it was going twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, and now it's like almost eliminated. <gasps> So I, ha- I, I can't, I'm not strong enough for that. Good for her. Like, it just sounds sad to me. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm a good person. <laughs> I like to have meat in my diet. Like I'd love chicken. Well, so much. You, uh, <laughs> what is it in Zac Efron's Netflix show? The, one of the episodes talks about life longevity and the people who live past a hundred, their diet is mainly pasta. Okay. And they eliminate meat. Oh, they have very little protein. Should I say they don't eliminate? Oh, meat, so I did watch that episode. Very little they meat. they're like little protein, high carb. Yes. And he was like, he was like, oh my god, I got so jacked for Baywatch doing the exact opposite. I know. Of when that. He, that's the episode he cried about <laughs> and he pasta. Cried. I feel. That. I get it, Zach. I, I get it. it. I love pasta, but I like pasta with meat in it. Yeah. But that you just told me I have to eliminate meat from my diet. No, I I just said if you just cut it out a little bit, a at little a bit, time. a little bit, a little yeah. bit at a time. Yeah, it'll be good. But let's let's go back to the beginning. When did you when do you remember first hearing about 
climate change or global warming or like recycling like when what do you what's your first memory of that so I feel like it definitely started probably as early as like third even second grade maybe um Mm. it was very much a thing like even I think maybe on our school planners we had it like it was like part of the part of the cover of our planner was like recycling and stuff like that and then um I don't if any of you have looked at like a, a elementary school planner but you know they have like different little things inside it um and a lot yeah of it was had very like, branded yeah what I remember too is that it was like on all of our stuff and it had the little arrows in the triangle yeah um and all that you know the blue bins at school <gasps> are recycling do you remember when we were in middle school and I won a comic contest I drew a comic and it was about recycling. I think, yes. And we won a pizza party. Yes. Do you, re- I am, oh, I am just remembering. <laughs> this is like all flooding back to me because there was a contest at our middle school to draw a comic. I don't even know if the prompt was for it to be about recycling. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm, I'm sure it was. So I drew this cute little comic of these like <laughs> rat people. They were like <laughs> people, but they had like cute little rat faces. Kind of like, um. Arthur oh my okay God. <laughs> you know like kind of like that yeah. and I drew them and they were like walking through the park and then they saw another like rat person throw a piece of garbage on the ground and then the uh, the main guy was like hey don't do that and then he picked it up and put it in the trash can award-winning writing people <laughs> it was great but the I think it was the drawings that won it probably really because I felt I was very proud of my drawings because I'm not an artist. <laughs> and so I um, I won us a piece. It was like me, you, and like three other girls. Yeah, I remember we I had remember. like a private pizza party. It was fantastic. It was a good time. Uh, and now fast forward to 2020 and we're talking about recycling on a podcast. Wow, yep. full circle. Love wow. it. Good times. So draw us a comic. <laughs> Send it in. So um, that wasn't my first memory, though, of, of recycling. Mine was also similar to yours. It was, like, on everything. We yeah. just, like, saw, it was just everywhere, branded. Yeah, but I and didn't it, really was, it was get really it. a part of, like, our teachers said it. Um, it was, like, a really big part in education. I don't think my parents necessarily cared too much at the time. Um, but I don't remember. I don't. My, I never really heard it from my parents, but I always heard it at school. That's Yeah, like, school was a big deal. Yeah. It was like, reduce, reduce, recycle. But then, honestly, it was so much that it became meaningless. And it was just a like, bit, oh, yeah. it's on everything. And, like, what does that even mean? Like, what are the implications? I don't know. I feel like there was a disconnect there of, like, the branding and the marketing for yeah. recycling. And then actually knowing the why. Yeah. For me, at least. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I mean, kids rarely do, so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, I've always been very conscious of where, you know, if it's plastic, I put it in the thing, the recycling. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, it's always just been something that it's like a second nature. Like, I don't even really think about it anymore. Yeah, I haven't for a long time. It's but just always <laughs> like, if there's recycling, recycle. Yeah. If you have trash, don't throw it on the ground. It's like, yeah, you don't think about it now. Yeah, conservation and stuff like that. I think... um yeah, it's just something that we grew up with, so it's something that I don't even, like, think about. That's why when people say that climate change is a hoax or that it's, like, made up, I'm just like, I don't know, dude. Like, 
<laughs> I, you know, I don't it, even, what do you even say to that? Yeah. It's like, okay, do you not notice how, you know, it's like the hottest summer on record this year? Like, you know, we're having freaking thunderstorms <laughs> in the middle of summer. Do people still say that in 2020, that climate change is a hoax? Yeah. That's sad. I see it all the time on Facebook. That's so sad. I almost don't. I almost don't believe you because I'm no, like, I, I, it's hard to believe that someone would actually be like, it's fake, because like, dude, the ice caps are fucking melting, dude. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's exactly. right there in front of your face. So, anyways, if you're a denier of climate change and you're listening to this, I don't care if you're offended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Get I don't. To learning. <laughs> I don't understand how. People, Get to reading. Like. It's obvious that the environment changes every year. It yeah. It either gets a little bit better, a little bit worse. But, yeah, I think a lot of people really think that climate change is a hoax. That's um, unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. And it's just like, I don't understand why you don't care about the planet that you live on. You know? Because that's really... <sighs> they're like, I, do they think that it's not in danger? So is that... Uh, do they think... Because no person would be like, yeah, fuck the earth, like, whatever. I mean, you got to tell that to the people who own big old lifted diesel trucks and Hummers, and <laughs> they That's laugh true. at anybody that tries to buy an eco-friendly car, and, like, oh, it, it's very, very prevalent. So maybe they are, like, fuck the earth. They literally are. They did literally don't well, give a fuck. Sucks. Which really maybe cause sucks. They're, maybe because they think like, oh, I'm only here for a short amount of time. I'm only looking out for me. Yeah, they think that That's the earth dumb. is going to outlive all of us, which that might not necessarily uh, be the case. Yeah, on the... Oh, this is so doom and gloom. I feel myself spiraling. <laughs> if, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not all doom and gloom. There's a lot we can do. Yeah. There's a lot we can do. There's a like lot we positives. said earlier. But something recently, something that's been talked about recently is like saving the turtles and the straw thing before COVID. And I think that like some things I heard from my peers were like, oh, it's like a fad. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like so California or whatever to have reusable straws. Yeah. And I want to be like, so. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you're telling me. It's bad that I think you're cool for helping save turtles. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right? And it's like, honestly, I really enjoy this whole, like, getting, you know, reuse, like, bringing your own uh, utensils and stuff with you. Like, mm-hmm. I have little bamboo utensils that I bring with me. That's and cute. then I have, like, a little reusable straw. And, like, I think that's cool to have, like, your own stuff. And that's also, you know, you're also you know with the covid happening it's like hey you have your own stuff i have my own stuff that i wash and i clean and i don't have to worry about and like you're eliminating using the takeout forks and knives and stuff like that because oh i think with covid single-use plastic yeah with with covid it's like our single-use plastic usage has to have gone up oh yeah oh my goodness at least just with the companies that i know of they're switching to single-use (laughs) single-use I think is bad, yeah. but now it's a, a selling point because yeah. no, one, no one else has touched it. And yet, so it's so 
just fucked. I know. We were trying to save the turtles, and they were like, you know what? Guess what? We're going to bring single-use plastics back. In a big way. In a big way. <laughs> oh, I hate that. But, yeah, just try to use your reusable straws and uh, forks and knives. That's cute. I want to get, like, a little case or kit or a bag or something cute for my stuff because I don't right now. Yeah, I bet they have them online. Yeah, I have um, my little thing is in a handmade pouch. Uh, I got it. Why are you so cool? Why do you want this? (laughs) I got it from a maker's thing in uh, Manteca with Haley. Uh, Haley's cool too. (laughs) Fuck you guys. (laughs) Uh, It's Star Wars and it has all the blueprints. And it's Star Wars. Okay. All the ships. Um, But yeah, it has little bamboo utensils. It's got a bamboo knife, a bamboo spoon, and a bamboo fork, along with uh, a little uh, reusable straw and then a cleaner for it. And yeah, I just like put that in my bag and I take it wherever. A star. But, yeah, and I think that it's really helpful. You could probably get, um, you know, you can get, like, biodegradable plastic or um, bamboo, or you can get stainless steel and just carry that around with you, too. It's whatever you Very want. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Anything just, like, one step at a time. I think when people think about saving the earth, they get overwhelmed. At oh, least. yeah. <laughs> you know I do. Yeah. I'm always overwhelmed. But they do, and they think, like, oh, it's too much. We're too far gone. Yeah. You know, I mean – we are pretty far gone but they're little things exactly add up it's just like voting right your vote matters yeah your actions matter and all of us together if we make those conscious decisions just one at a time then that will make a difference so you matter and what you do matters yes uh to us and the planet yeah one of my 2020 goals was to (laughs) it's kind of been askew now that COVID's happening but my one of my 2020 goals was to be more conscious about what I buy and like the, the you know, I remember plastics. we did a podcast about and, yeah, it. intentional, <laughs> intentional living. Um, oh, so like those sweet young kids <laughs> making those resolutions. Right. But so how is it going now that it's August? I mean, I know COVID happened, but yeah, sounds like you have your cute little kit you've been using. Yeah, I've been using that. And then, you know, when Cody and I moved out, uh, I made it a very big point to get Pyrex, uh, you know, like the glass Tupperware Tupperware I use that term loosely okay uh glass Tupperware instead of plastic Tupperware because yes I mean my parents love their plastic Tupperware they use it all the time but they also I mean who I mean everyone I know has plastic they also throw a lot of it out because it either gets really stained or jacked up you know you leave spaghetti sauce in the Tupperware and it's stained red for the rest of your life like yeah it's stuff like that. So the I glass made, is better anyway. Yeah. So I made Classier. it a, a really big point to like have uh, glass Tupperware. Cool. Um, and that's really nice because then I just have to like, not j- I just have to wash the lids, but the lids they are plastic, like the Tupperware plastic. But they are, but, but they're harder, and yeah. you don't throw them out. You exactly. Reuse them. It's so. also it's important to know like reduce and reuse really really come before recycle, and yeah. that's something that I don't think was translated to me as a young kid like I said that reduce reuse recycle just became meaningless um but upon growing up I realized that we need to reuse anything we can reuse and reduce the use of like those single use plastics exactly before we um, use them and recycle them I mean I know you guys uh recycle you have a little separate recycling bin we do your uh, your place but at our here they don't separate the recyclables from the trash 
So if you live in a situation like that, it's kind of hard to recycle. It so, is. you know, then you take in the reduce and the reuse. Mm-hmm. So it's like a give or take. So if you can't necessarily recycle, you don't have the means to recycle. You live in an apartment. They don't do that. Whatever. Um, think about reducing and reusing single use plastics instead and doing that. It's like a give and take, you know? True. Another really interesting point is if this is easy said, easier said for us because we're privileged yeah um oh yeah and if you are not so privileged and you are um, living in poverty there's not really a choice to use single pl- use plastics or not to or to eat sustainably or to avoid meat and like all this stuff so yeah. it's i think it is unfair right to to judge everyone like you need to reduce reuse recycle if anything it's up to us the the privileged yeah group here in our country and in the world to to make those actions i think it makes it even more important yeah and honestly like my freaking uh my grandparents my on my mom's side my mexican grandparents they like most immigrant families like are like some of the biggest proponents of reducing and reusing because oh, hell yeah. they've been reduced they've been reusing shit for years my yeah. nana probably has like plastic bags from like the 80s or the early 2000s like i just want to say quick interlude <laughs> midori's nana dude <laughs> i love her so much she's like literally the sweetest human i've ever I met too. in my entire i miss life. her a lot i miss her too uh, she should come visit wait no 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 not no. right now i mean she should come visit once it's <laughs> when she can well yeah we're gonna go visit them and she makes really good tortillas yes she does and tamales yes man now i'm hungry good spot oh my god oh my god you guys oh my god thank you oh my god okay backstory i put a chicken pot pie in the (laughs) oven before this and i forgot about it i'm sorry and cody brought it to me thank you it smells really good (laughs) this is my dinner man you know we just got talking about turtles and the single-use plastics and that's all i could think about (laughs) oh yeah so wow where were we all i can look at is that chicken pot pie now (laughs) it smells so good okay the aroma is set now yes (laughs) but yeah so i think uh being in poverty um especially just being like working poor it is like those people are usually the most pertinent at reducing and reusing and like making it work because you know we like that's what we have to do um it's a very good point yeah it's a very good point we need to all follow their lead yeah and reduce honestly like you know i'm (laughs) i always kind of laughed at the fact that like my parents and my grandparents always had a plastic bag full of other plastic bags and like i have that that's my life (laughs) i have one (laughs) target bag that's full of other plastic target bags yeah you can use them for other things my parents had that too we always say yeah so that's good keep doing that that's good stuff and i think yeah take one step at a time i think another topic that comes up when we talk about climate change and recycling and doing our part is the idea that people how do i put this the argument that if like you let's say you care about straws and then you were like oh well you know you should really use a reusable straw if you said that to me 
and I said to you, oh, you care about straws? You drove your car here. Uh, yeah. You use this other plastic thing or ever and like putting you down for using the other yeah. things. Do you know what I'm talking about? I feel like oh, that yeah. happens. No, that happened big time when the like when people were trying to get people, you know, get that's just an straws. example. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's you they, You could say that about anything like, oh, you should recycle that. And if someone didn't want to, they would they would point out all the other things you did wrong. And yeah. I feel like that is so shitty because it's like if a person is trying to do one good thing. Yeah. Uh, let them do that one good thing. Exactly. Especially you know? in a world right now where <laughs> like you know giving people the benefit of the doubt is just it's almost non-existent at this point like you know yeah. having people do good things and like if someone asks you hey like if they see you throw your plastic bottle in the trash you're like hey maybe you should recycle that instead of like getting on their ass about it just be like will do or like maybe next time you know like mm -hmm. just don't be a dick about it yeah oh, dude one time i saw this car come out of a drive-thru and they got their food or coffee or whatever it was and then they drove ahead stopped opened their door just threw their last takeout bag on the ground and drive away and i i will never forget like i see people litter all the time but yeah. like that was like a shocking moment i think i might have been young and i like will never forget i'm like you're just gonna leave that on the ground you're just gonna drive away what do you think's gonna happen to it exactly oh my goodness it's ridiculous don't do that don't do that <laughs> and like putting other people down for that stuff it's just you know if they want to do that cool like if someone's a dick about it they're like ah, i don't like you because you don't recycle you know like i mean if someone's not doing as as good as you if someone's not doing the best you know maybe just try to give them pointers instead of yeah putting them down and being like oh the world is ruined because of you you know, it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Someone who's advocating for recycling should also be kind to those who maybe aren't informed or it, if it comes off that they don't care. And people who don't care about the earth, you should just start caring. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this point, I think I saw an article that, like, we, you know, we don't really have much time left on this planet. Like, it's really, it's heating up. <laughs> it is heating up. And it's just prevalent right now, too, because... At the time we're recording this, there's lots of fires in California, and we love California so much, and it's really sad to see all of our national parks go. Not all, obviously, but, you yeah. know, the national parks and the homes and the neighborhoods and everything. And, you know, it's unfortunate to say that this happens every year. It, it does happen every year. I feel like, um, you know... I mean, it gets worse every year. It gets worse every year, but, like... You know, I see a lot of people on Twitter and all that. They're like, oh, my God, I can't believe California's on fire. Like, this is so devastating. I'm like, not to be, like, jaded, but this happens every year. It's so sad. We are kind of jaded now. Yeah. And I don't know if – I mean, we know it's because of climate change, right? Yeah. And bad and forestry policies. You know, it gets so dry here in California, especially up in northern dry. California. It gets really dry in the sun. Like – in Southern California, it's pretty humid. It's been pretty humid the last couple of weeks, but up north, it gets very dry. So once the grass dries out, any you flick your cigarette out the window, that's gonna start something. Mm -hmm. Like you, you get a flat tire. You get a flat tire. The sparks. Yep. Um, anything can set off a definitely set off a fire. A fire. So, uh, and speaking of this, I'm saying it right now. My favorite. My all-time favorite icon in 
pop culture over any any character I've ever loved, the top one, the number one, is Smokey the Bear. Yes, this is true. I love Smokey the Bear. He teaches <laughs> us about fire safety. He saves California and exactly. our national parks we all over the country. We have a picture with Smokey the Bear. We have many pictures with Smokey the Bear. <laughs> I'm just a really huge fan. I Team Smokey. I got her pajamas with Smokey the Bear on it for her yes. birthday. Yes, <laughs> I wear them all the time. I have a 1962 original comic of Smokey the Bear. Amazing. I know. I need to frame it. You should. You should frame it. That's amazing. It's just like kind of on my table. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> but any anywho, um, speaking of fires, right? Like I, yeah, I stand Smokey the Bear, and you should too. Yeah. They have a really good website. You can learn about fire safety on exactly. the website, the Smokey the Bear website. Also, another thing to like, you know, not be so doom and gloom about the fires. Um, a lot of California tree species and plant species need fire in they order do. for their seeds to be spread and like open and stuff like that. So even though, yes, this fire causes a lot of devastation, we lose a lot of, you know, beautiful trees and scenery um, that's going to come back, you know, in new it, life. It does happen naturally. Yes. Too. It's just that climate change is accelerating it. Oh, yeah. Right. Because we normally don't have we as if i'm still there in norcal they usually don't have lightning strikes no and so they don't. what is never. that <laughs> so this whole like hot you know electrical storm shit happening like that is new and that is because of climate change and, may, and like the world would have gotten there naturally eventually just what we've put into the world has accelerated yeah it. and it's and it's going to eventually become inhabitable to humans exactly you know, I'm, I'm telling everybody things they already know. Yeah, so. and with our current administration, you know, rolling back all the environmental uh, regulations that were put in place uh, in the Obama era that, you know, protects... Or before. Our, or, and before. Um, you know, that protects <sighs> our planet and our country from, you know, big companies putting pollutants into the air and accelerating climate change like it's doing right now. It's, you know, it's really hard just just yeah. see that this is it's it was preventable you know we are slowing things down we we're getting on a good track and now with the current administration Dude, rolling everything it back, happens it's all the time too really like 10 steps back it's bad now and it's always been bad dude like okay i'm my area of expertise is literally california but <laughs> yosemite the mo magical yosemite valley there's another one there's another yosemite valley north of it i think and it's called Hetch Hetchy, and it was said to be even more beautiful of a valley than Yosemite Valley. Wow. But, but they filled it way back in the day. They filled it with water to create a dam to create energy for San Francisco. Wow. And so, like, this shit's been happening throughout our whole history. Yeah. Now, I'll never see het the ground of Hetch Hetchy, what the waterfalls were like. It was supposed to be this magical thing. I'll never get to see it. And... It's because they made that decision to build yeah. a dam there to power SF. And all these companies right now are, like you said, pumping more and more pollutants into the atmosphere. You know what that means? That our children or children's children aren't, they're not just going to be able to miss out on Hetch Hetchy. They're going to miss out on living. Okay. <laughs> this Literally. Is, living is on the table, guys. <laughs> okay. So it's just been a history of missteps and disrespect truly to nature i mean 
we have a lot of preservation, right? Our national park system is great, but I mean, overall, I feel like our grade is is definitely below passing when it comes to <laughs> yeah <laughs> preservation. <laughs> we still got some work to do. You know, I always wanted to be a be a national park ranger. Yeah. I know Cody wanted to be a park ranger. Yeah, he was looking into it pretty seriously. It for would a be just every time I'm there, you know, it's kind of like when you go on vacation and you're like, oh my God, I can live here. It's kind of like that, but yeah. like I'm being dead ass, you know, and I'm like, oh no, I would, if I got to wake up here every day, holy shit, that'd be awesome. That would be You awesome. know, like out in a national park, just any of them, they're so beautiful. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's something that, like I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, being conscious of climate and conservation of our planet has been something very prevalent that we were taught in school. And like, it's a big part of, uh, it was, I feel like it was a big part of curriculum too, you know? I think so too. You know what? I, even when I asked you that question, I actually was thinking in my head about the class that we shared together and where we met in sixth grade. And we did a lot of studying of like um how the world naturally works i think yeah. maybe that's when you take natural history i don't know like pangea and volcanic shit. yeah 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 so i was thinking back to that because i think we had a, a progressive teacher shout out to mrs <laughs> wheeler right that was eighth grade Mrs. Wheeler? That was eighth grade. That was sixth grade. No, it wasn't. Because we had Wheeler and Siemens together. That was not sixth grade. That was sixth grade. I swear to God. I don't I don't know how to fact check you, but. I uh, no, that, that had was, to have been seventh grade. No, it was. I feel it like. It was sixth grade. I'm almost positive, dude. Dude. I hate this. In seventh grade, I had Mr. Thomas. I had Mr. Thomas. Yeah, dude, I'm right. It's Wheeler and Siemens. That's right. This. One for Megan. <laughs> Anyways, shout out to Mrs. Wheeler because I think that year she definitely educated us on, like, what was happening. And that's the first time I think I kind of, like, put two and two together of, like, oh, no, this actually means something. Yeah. This actually makes a difference. But up until then, it was just, like, it felt like propaganda shoved into my face. Like, okay this and the dare thing too much <laughs> for a fourth grader to handle <laughs> yeah i think um you know i don't think it's bad to care about the planet <laughs> and <laughs> don't cry i feel like it's you know i think it's great i think it's great and it's you know so what comes down to it is that we should care about the planet and how do we do that we do it by making our own individual con conscious decisions to you know minimize our carbon footprint and also what we can do as humans is research what kind of you know reusable i'm sorry like natural power natural gas stuff like that just to learn more about it right i think as an involved an educated voter and so when you read your voting ballot (laughs) and you see measures that maybe are in favor of um big companies and their carbon emission limits maybe vote for the earth yeah and not the pollutants exactly it really Um, comes down to voting (laughs) honestly (laughs) you should vote for international listeners do your part 
<laughs> right. <laughs> and it's I feel like it's, you know, become a lot more mainstream in the past year with the, you know, whole Save the Turtles thing. Um, even going to Target, you know, they have the reusable Ziploc bags now, which is really cool. Um, and that's a big deal because before that was really hard to get and they were like super expensive. But now that they're becoming a little bit more mainstream, it's it, it's a cheaper option now. Um, yeah. You know, before, um, like in the beginning of 2020, before all the, or not the beginning of 2020, back in the middle of like 2019 when I think all the reusable straw stuff was happening, I was looking into reusable stuff and reusable Ziplocs came up and it was you know a pack of maybe two or three and it was like twenty dollars for reusable wow ziplocs and now i think you can go to target and find them for ten dollars or less so it's really cool that it's becoming a little bit more accessible like a little bit more affordable for people to you know make the switch over um you know if you have a hydro flask that's really great you have your reusable water bottle don't get a pack of water bottles yeah don't don't do that i know (laughs) When people do that, I'm like, bro, you just get a reusable water I, bottle. I know. But you're right. It is becoming more mainstream Yeah. to, to do that. So I think that's good. We're headed in the right direction. Yeah. And reusable bottles are becoming a that. lot more, uh, especially like the stainless steel ones, the ones that most people want, the ones mm-hmm. that keep your water cool for a long time. Those are becoming more affordable. You know, you have other options, not just Hydro Flask. Um, yeah, I, I think, think mine's a knockoff, actually. Yeah, I think I've seen them at Target for like ten bucks now, maybe even five. So, it is. It's making the world. It's making it a little bit easier for you to care about the planet, and like it's making it a little bit more affordable for you. So you know, if you still can't, you know, feasibly change that, then you know, take other steps that are feasible for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can't afford to get Just the ten dollar water bottle, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. do what you can. Eliminate single use elsewhere if you can mm-hmm. um but yeah. really once it's in i think once it's truly integrated into our culture to care about it because obviously we want policy to reflect it right we yeah. want we want to eliminate those numbers of, of carbon emissions and everything but i think what really has to change is the mindset and the yeah. culture like i said once it's cool to care then we'll have <laughs> once know, it's right? cool and um ac- once it's cool and accessible right because yeah. it's cool to have an electric car but it's not always accessible because they're more expensive yes and also it takes energy to create the battery for electric cars there's exactly. a lot of debate on that so cool and accessible we're getting there yeah step by step and then also like the government has to get on board eventually <laughs> I know it's like please you know living in a in the SoCal bubble you know you do see a lot of people using their reusable straws you know doing that's a good point taking steps so it's 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 very like oh my god people are doing this but where we live you think outside the bubble it's like we are a very small minority that are doing our part and uh, and outside the American bubble right all other countries have different you know are different contributors so I think that but, what is it the like we mentioned earlier Zac Efron's uh, Netflix show I think highlights a good it yes. highlights reusable uh, <laughs> renewable energy and like sustainable energy which is a huge huge deal you know I'm just gonna I, I'm not trying to make this all about me but like literally Zac Efron is also my number one favorite celebrity right? <laughs> I love him so much Zac Efron if you're listening I'm ready for you <laughs> she is single I am single. <laughs> okay, I said my favorite pop 
culture icon and my favorite celebrity today. So you have to say yours. My favorite pop culture icon. I know that's like a heavy question, but I had my answer ready, so I'm putting it on you now. <laughs> okay, let's see. <sighs> I guess my favorite pop culture icon, I'll just default and say Mickey Mouse. Okay, respect. Uh, and boss. my favorite celebrity, <sighs> it changes by the day. Or, okay, oh, or okay, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> or... He's like my number one celebrity, like quote unquote hall pass. If I were to be in a relationship, yeah. right? So who's your like number one hall pass? It's really hard to think about it. I have a lot of men that I love deeply, and right now we're doing a Marvel watch through. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's like so I mean it could just be today's number one hall pass. Okay, I feel like. I feel like Seth Rogen would be my hall pass, but also I fucking knew you were gonna say Seth that. Seth Rogen looks like Cody, so it's like that's fine, <laughs> girl. You got a type, that's fine. I do. Live it up, dude. No, it's all good. So Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Hey, they were in movies together. That's true. And we're in podcasts together. Also, um, the guy who plays Hawkeye. Dude, we've talked about this before, and I don't understand. I'm sorry. I don't think Jeremy Renner is cute at all. I know that's a hot take, and a lot of people think he's cute. I think he's. Really you think cute. he's cute? Good for you. I just respectfully disagree. I don't know why. What is he even? I mean, I know he's cool, but like, he just, he's not super. Like, he just does the arrows. Have you shot an arrow before? It's really hard. And that's to, a good point. And that's he, a good point. He's very precise. He is very he's precise. really good. <laughs> and he is very strong. He, he keeps up with all the other super guys. Yeah. And he just has a bow and arrow like <laughs> that's okay that you know respect yeah you've turned me i don't think he's hot but i respect him yeah he's he's he should be respected because it is it's really <sighs> hard to shoot a bow okay. And arrow. okay it is hard to shoot a bow and arrow i give it up to you hawkeye good for you <laughs> marvel universe though no you know who i love i love captain america i love him so much also love spider-man like, which Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Yes. <laughs> I love Tom Holland. I love Tom Holland. But I love him in the sense that, like, I just want to take care of him. <laughs> yeah. I just want him in my life. Yeah. Like, I want him to be a part of our group of friends. Yes. And then I would like to be um, Captain America's wife. There you go. Okay. There you go. Cool. I'm glad that we, um, you know, got this settled. I'm glad that we covered this <laughs> today. I love Michael B. Jordan. Oh, so we just watched he's, Black Panther. No, dude, he's literally number two. It's like Zac Efron, Michael B. Jordan. You ask Bridget. <laughs> I tell, I swear, I swear to God, he's yeah. like my number two hall pass. Oh, I love him too. I love Michael B. Jordan. Wow, that's great. Climate change and thirsting over <laughs> men. You never know what's going to happen when you're in the middle. You never know. You never know. So um, that's really all I have to say about that. <laughs> the hall pass or climate change? <laughs> just kind of all of it. <laughs> Well, well, we should leave you on some, uh, on some facts that are, that are current. Give me some hard facts. Okay, so this is from uh, climate.nasa.gov, so official cool. website, legitimate source. Legit. Uh, so it says here the planet's average surface temperature has risen about 1.62 degrees Fahrenheit since the late 19th century, a change driven largely by increased carbon dioxide and other human-made emissions into the atmosphere. Most you, of, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
Did you know that um, that power plant that they went to makes carbon dioxide into like cement? Yeah. And it never gets a chance to go into the ozone? Yes. That's the coolest shit ever. That is, it's so cool. Yeah. So anyways, go on. Yeah. So uh, most of the warming occurred in the past 35 years with the six warmest years on record taking place since 2014. Not oh only- my god yeah sorry isn't it crazy yeah like we like it's been war- like our whole lifetime it's just been accelerated warming yeah for 35 years i mean we're 24 exactly we're a majority of that yeah oh, that's insane my dude uh not only was 2016 the warmest year on record but eight of the 12 months that make up the year from January through September, with the exception of June, were the warmest on record for those respective months. Dude, I lived in Washington, D.C. that year. I chose the worst year. Dude, rip, sorry. Dude, yeah, rip, sorry to me is right. <laughs> I think 2016 was a cultural reset. Yeah. <laughs> for the worst. <laughs> in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, uh, yikes. So another... Uh, another fact is about the warming oceans the oceans have absorbed much of this increased heat with the the top 700 meters about 2300 feet of ocean showing warming of more than 0.4 degrees fahrenheit since 1969 and that's not good guys (laughs) i read that there were 14 billion pounds of trash oh yeah yep 14 billion you guys the ocean is sacred the ocean is sacred, and we haven't even discovered all of it. And you guys, we're already putting 14 billion pounds of trash into it. And we're, like, barely developed. I feel like humans can go way farther. And we we're could. at 14 billion. We're going to freaking stab ourselves in the foot. Like, think, listen, Wally. <laughs> Wally look, is real. <laughs> Wally is what's going to happen, guys. Wally is our future. Art imitates life. <laughs> And like we were talking about earlier, you know, polar ice caps are melting. So shrinking ice sheets, the Greenland, the Greenland and uh, Antarctic ice sheets have decreased in mass. Data from NASA's gravity recovery and climate experiment show Greenland lost an average of 286 billion tons of ice <gasps> per year between <gasps> 1993 and 2016, while Antarctica lost about 127 billion tons of ice per year during the same time period. Oh my god. Literally during our adolescence, everybody fucked everything up. And now yep. we're adults and we have to deal with it. <laughs> oh my god. That's what happened. Dude, the polar bears. Where are they going to live? All those animals up there. Dude, it's really sad to see pictures of how polar bears live now. Like, they're so, like, thin and, like... Dude, there's definitely gonna be a time where people don't like live at the same time as polar bears. They're gonna become no. like woolly polar mammoths. Polar bears are gonna you know? be like extinct. It's really it, sad. Oh, save the polar bears. It's us next, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the polar bears go and we go next. <laughs> oh my god. We're next on the list. Sad. Sad. Yeah, both the extent and thickness of Arctic sea ice has also declined rapidly over the last several decades. So, we know that we all drive cars and we contribute to this, but we can do what we can do. And when we get older and car electric cars become more accessible, they're already becoming more accessible. Yeah. Definitely, we should get electric cars. Yeah. 
That sounds good. Yeah. But I don't really want to give Elon Musk any more money. Because he's kind of losing it. He is kind of losing it. Well, you so don't have to give him. There's other electric cars. You're right. There are. You're right. We have other options. Cool. Cool. I'm, a, I'm in the market in six years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm getting, hopefully, going to buy a car at the end of the year. Are you going to get a hybrid car? We'll see. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Definitely get a hybrid car. I already showed you the car that I wanted. That's not a hybrid car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm already setting I my finances around this one car. I, <laughs> I have no room to talk. I bought a car this year, and it's a Mustang. Exactly. So <laughs> I have, a, like, not the best gas mileage. So, you know, no one's perfect. As our Lord and Savior says, Hannah Montana, nobody's perfect. She's got to work it again and again until she gets it right i'm gonna cry right now (laughs) (laughs) feel her here (laughs) do you have any more hard facts for me well if you don't that's okay i felt like that was a good amount yeah i mean you know going through uh (laughs) climate.nasa.gov uh it just you know talks about the consequences of changing the natural atmospheric greenhouse uh are difficult to predict but some likely seem on average earth will become warmer some regions may welcome warmer temperatures but others may not warmer mm. conditions will probably lead more evaporation and pres- uh, precipitation overall but individual regions will vary becoming wetter and others drier so like hurricanes get bigger droughts yeah. get longer exactly fires get bigger exactly i mean Stuff yeah like that. so <laughs> there's we were 600 fires it. burning in california right now yeah so um safe out there y'all be careful yeah the solar uh solar irrad irradiance has only gone up what is that i don't know (laughs) not for the recording laptop a different laptop has low battery last time we recorded a podcast it almost died in the middle but we caught it and so that's why we're giggling (laughs) Right now, we are at 100% for our recording laptop, but my personal one is about to die. The above graph compares global surface temperature changes and the sun's energy that Earth receives in watts per square meter since 1880. The lighter, thinner lines show the yearly levels, while the heavier, thicker lines show the 11-year average trends. We can't see it. I know. (laughs) Okay, Um, so solar irradiance. I I looked up the definition. It's the output of light energy from the entire disk of the sun measured at the Earth. It is looking at the sun as we would a star rather than as an image. The solar spectral irradiance is a measure of the brightness brightness of the entire sun at a wavelength of light. So you're saying that it has been increasing. Yes, it has it has been increasing. So moral of the story, things are getting warm. Things are getting warm. Things are warm here. We're going through a heat wave. Yep. Woo. And <laughs> honestly, every year. It's a sweaty time. Every year they're like, this is the warmest year. So yeah. it's only going to get worse. So it's up to us to change it. Yeah. I Everybody just put a bunch of fans together. We're, <laughs> we're going to cool down. <laughs> Everybody get get together in groups of like a thousand. We all just get big boards and we just start fanning the sky. That sounds good. Yeah. 
That sounds good. You know what? That's good. That's human energy right there. <laughs> what's what's that? There you go. Also, last thing I'm going to say. I am on high alert right now, just personally, because we live in Southern California and it's summertime and earthquakes come in clusters and there have been a shit ton of earthquakes recently. So your girl is on high alert. I, I can say that I have recently bought an earthquake emergency pack for my apartment, which I think everybody should do. I'm not being paranoid. Just going to go down. Okay, guys, the earthquake is going to happen. We had some last year. Thank goodness they weren't that bad, but there was a really bad one in the 90s and people were not prepared for it. And so Megan Maxie is going to be prepared for the one that comes next. <laughs> it's coming. I'm ready. You're ready? <laughs> I mean, we, we have uh, under our bed, we have a box with like... Uh, lanterns and we have water purifiers cool. and stuff like that um should probably actually have a a go bag just in case we just gotta be prepared i'm just once once earthquake season ends for the year i'll be better but i am uh my antennas are up right yeah. now i mean dude we have two hurricanes <laughs> coming, coming, at, the same coming time. at the same time while half our country is on fire <laughs> yeah things aren't great right now you it's know, fine. at least at least we have each other. Yep. And we have all of you listening. Exactly. And we love you guys. Thanks for listening to our rant today. Yes. I appreciate you. The M is written and hosted by Megan and Midori. Special thanks to our tech lord and producer, Cody. Very much appreciated. He set it all up today. Thank you, Cody. If you liked what you heard today, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're there. <laughs> Go ahead and give us a follow <laughs> on Instagram at the.m.pod. If you have any questions, if you have any stories you want to share, you want to send us your <laughs> reduce, reuse, recycle comic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Send it to us. Send us the comic. Slide into the DM. If you have an emergency pack, let me know. We want to know what's in your emergency pack. <gasps> Yeah. Let us know. What do you need? What's in mine, you ask? Nobody asked? <laughs> I'll um, ask. What's in yours? <laughs> thank you. Um, it's like, kind of like astronaut food. Love it. <laughs> it's like this vacuum sealed calorie pack. Oh, there you go. That, I know. It sounds delicious. <laughs> but it's good for like a bunch of years and it'll like withstand stuff too. But there's like lots of water and a first aid kit in there and you know, all that good stuff. Lights, nice. flashlights whatever you need so love that love it don't forget come november make sure you vote it's really important um that even if you feel like your vote doesn't matter your vote matters in the local arena so you want to make sure that you're voting for candidates and for propositions that have you know the community in mind and have the earth in mind because it's it's really important right now that was beautiful I will, I will, just because you said that. I'm going to now. Wow. You inspired me. Glad to be of Yay. inspiration. It's good. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We love you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.